Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Tej Talks podcast. Now, I had a message from someone on Instagram asking me about the differences between investing far from home, in this case London, or investing in London. So I thought, hold on a minute, this is a a topic or a conundrum that a lot of people have who do live in, let's say, the South. Yeah, and London is a big part of the South, of this capital. Uh, if you live in the North, this doesn't really apply to you, and you know, you might just listen to this for a laugh, and to probably hear my bad, very good Yorkshire accent. But if you live there, then it makes sense, right? So, you know, whatever. Um, but if you live in London, if you live in the South, this is going to be really, I think, important to you. And it's going to look, I am not an expert in any of, in each of these areas, but I have invested basically not in the North, but in Wales, but it's the same as the North. So everything I'm kind of saying is going to draw a comparison between the South and the North. And maybe if you live in the South to highlight to you, if you should, or how you could invest close to home and how you could invest far from home. And from my experience, how it works. So that is what I'm going to talk about today. So let's start with the North. You know, I don't mean what Londoners call the North, you know, outside Watford, above Birmingham. I mean, like actual North. So, you know, kind of, I suppose, you know, Yorkshire, Liverpool, Cumbria, that kind of North, Manchester, Manet, that kind of area, right? Um, so if you live in the South, now, look, Prices down here are, of course, crazy compared to other parts of the country. Uh, I mean, where I'm in Hertfordshire, a three-bed in one of the towns, well, let's also include Bedfordshire, Luton, you're probably looking at, I don't know, 250 for a three-bed? All the way, if you really want a nice, detached, you know, living that life, you're looking at four, five, six, one mil, two, what, whatever, right? You, you do, you know, you make it up. Um, you go to the north, and for 250... You know, I'm speaking, look, of course there are expensive areas. Harrogate, for example, you know, Bladeville, other parts that are expensive. Obviously, there's there's wealthy people everywhere. But I'll, this is going to be kind of general, right? Because you're not, well, probably not, investing in one million pound house areas, right? So I'm going to keep it general and talk about areas that you probably want to invest in to actually make a decent return or to do a BRR. But we'll get to how the different strategies. So in the north, generally prices are cheaper right? Undeniably, they are cheaper. Um, what this means is you need less capital to get started. Obviously, you know, if a house there is 80 grand for a three bed, and in London, a house is 220 for a three bed, there's a big difference there in the deposit you're going to need um, to actually buy it. So one of the big things and the reason that people go to the north is because, hey, I've got savings of 20 grand. What can I do with it down here? Nothing go get a shed, right? But you go up north, you've got a buy to let, you've got a flip, you've got something, right? And you probably get a lot more for your money. Um, so that's the first thing is if you're living down here, you need to think, well, hold on, how much, uh, there's two things here. How much money do you have? And how much money could you have? So, you know, should you base your, like your whole area off your current situation? Well, what if you've got 20 grand in the bank? 
but you know from investors you could get half a million. So, you know, would you say, oh, you know what, I'm going to only go where my 20 grand can work? Or are you going to say, actually, just because it's not mine, I have access to this, therefore, maybe I could stay down here. Now, that's what you need. Now, at the start, of course, it's difficult because you're like, well, I haven't got investors, you know, I've only got what I want. I don't know. Um, I would say be flexible in the sense that maybe you start further out or you start nearer, but be flexible enough to know that once you have experience and you have more investors, you may come back home or you may go further out, right? That may change over time. Uh, I suppose another thing with, say, north versus south is that labour can be cheaper in the north. I say can be because I've looked at some day rates around here and you know, they're, they're kind of the same as what I pay in, in Wales, which is, you know, basically this sort of a, a blueprint of what it's like investing in the north. So, you know, you can get cheaper labour there. Uh, and most of the time on a standard flip buy to let, yeah, you are going to be paying less for labour. Like you are. Uh, you know, people in the Instagram live, if you agree, you know, let me know. So that is one of the areas that you're also going to save money on is that, well, the property's cheaper. Well, then doing an equivalent refurb is cheaper. Materials, you know, I don't think they're really going to, they're going to vary too much. Um, obviously, in the South, people may put higher margins on it. They've got more rent to pay in their warehouses, etc., etc. But generally, the labour is cheaper in these parts, which means that, again, you're spending less money to do the same thing you would do down here. Now, a really key thing to mention is, you know, BRR, very popular strategy. Obviously, I wrote a book on it. Can you do this in the South? Yes. Can you pull out most of your money, have a 50% return, leave in five grand, leave in nothing? You know, maybe sometimes, right? So, however, if you ask me in the North or, any, or other places, I'll say, yeah, of course you can, 100%. Plenty of places, plenty of opportunity, it can be done. That's the difference in my answer. And so if you are doing BRR, you're potentially going to struggle, you know, because you really need stuff BMV, like in the South, for it to work. Now, build to rent a BRR can work. Not not all the time, not all, you know, but that can work. Um, I mean, you know, the, the I guess the classic strategy of buying a house, building next to it, aka extending the terrace, refinancing it, pay it, that kind of thing can work really, really well. Um, that can happen in the South and you can pull out a lot of your money or replace the money with, you know, the next one you've built next to it. So that's something to think about. You know, are you going to be able to actually do your strategy down here, right? You live here, great. You want to invest locally, but if you want to do BRR, if you want to put your money out, you can't do that locally. Um, you know, even just buying a buy to let in the South, the yields... They are crap. Yes, people accept it. Yes, people are happy with it, but they're crap. And, you know, people say, oh, I want my portfolio to be close to home so I can manage it. Bro, you know how far my portfolio is? I don't, I don't leave this desk. I don't, I'm not there fixing leaks and shit. Like, big up Craig, he's there fixing the leaks. I I'm not there, like, that, like, buy to lets. The beauty of them is, it doesn't matter where they are. If you choose the right tenants, which, look, is not always straightforward, the management is not intensive. If someone said, I want to have HMOs close to me, 
I get that. I'm with it. Essays, you know, I'm with it. Somewhat. But having buy to let's close to you or far away makes, honestly, to me, no difference. Uh, as I've said many times, the management I do, the hours I put in a month, there's nothing to talk about. There's honestly nothing worth to, Even now I've got a bit of maintenance because of the bad weather. And, and I'm still on my phone. You're seeing me through right now. Listening to me and, and I'm managing it. So, you know, it is very difficult to do BRRs here. Uh, Moat says, have you found any BR potential deals in the South? Uh, I have found deals that would work as a side build, as I kind of said before. Have I found deals that would... I mean, look. Everything works as a BR, right? If you can get the right price, which doesn't happen. And so, yeah, you know, I have stuff that I'm offering on that I'm looking at that actually could work as a BRR. But the chances of me getting that price that would get a BRR are the same as the bank interest rates. So I ain't getting shit. Um, so it is very difficult down here. So you need to think about your strategy, right? Uh, however... You, you, when you think about your strategy, right? Uh, Challers, uh, you prefer it down south. Devil face, lovely. Uh, you know what? I think it's one of these things where like certain strategies work better in certain areas. Now look, let's, let's do an example. Uh, you can do a flip in the north, flip in Wales, and it'll, it'll generate, you know, mine were looking to generate before I fucked them up, let's be honest here. 10, 15, maybe 20k profit? Um... Per house, right? And look, am I complaining? I ain't complaining. I ain't complaining. Right? But if I look at flips down here, 20% on cost, you know, I'm looking at 40, 60. One I'm offering on now, I think, is £82,000. Um, some of the auction ones, if they go through, are £100,000 profit. It's a big difference. Now, let's say, let's say, you know what, with this with this refurb cost, I messed up, right? You know what, shit. We've got to do a rewire, yeah? We've got to do a new gas central heating system. And I had to plaster, and there was some damp, yeah? Let's say, and these are common things. I mean, the, a lot of these you should spot, and I go through on my e-learning in detail how to spot them visually, but you should spot them. Let's say you don't. Let's say you don't. Now, in the north, wherever, you've got 15 grand of profit. You forgot the rewire, that's three grand. You're now down to 12. You forgot a new gas central heating, it's four and a half grand. Probably less, but you're down. About eight, seven and a half now. There's a bit of damp. Oh, look, you're down to seven grand. So your, your 20, 25% has now gone down to, yeah, well, the percentage is still, say, 14%. You're making seven grand. But fuck's this shit. But... Say on one of these I'm looking at now where there's 80 grand profit. Yeah, look, if I mess up and the same things happen, I'll pay 20% more in, in labor for it, naturally. I've now lost, you know, 10, 12 grand off 82. Yes, my percentage is still crap. It's still not crap, sorry. It's not as good as 20%. But, I mean, am I crying that I've lost 8 grand off 82 grand and I've learned a lesson? I'm crying tears of joy that I'm still making 70-something, right? And this is where the beauty of flips in particular come in, in the South, is that your margin's so big. And I know that's maybe not the right attitude, because it's like, well, I want 20%, and that's fine. 
obviously every deal you get better and better. But I'm just saying, as an example, you mess up in the South, you got buffer, baby. You can play, you got room, right? And like I said, you want to get paid, you know, commensurate to the cost you put in. But up North, you're fucked. If something, you know, if, and I've had this, I've had flips go from 20 grand to minus four grand profit. Done, realised. I've sold it and that's it. I'm staring at minus 4K. Would that happen in the South? I mean, you'd have to do a mighty, mighty cock up for that to actually happen in the South, right? Like, I mean, I looked at this deal I'm looking at and it's got it's like a flat roof, right? So but it's flats. So it's kind of non-standard, kind of, not, you know, arguably, depends on the lender, depends on the value. Anyways, if I had to make this into a pitched roof, say it costs nine grand, yeah? That's just nine grand. Probably, and that's coming off 82. Is your boy crying? No. And this is what makes flips in the South amazing. But remember, this deal is, I'm offering one is something like, I don't know, just under 300 grand. What I'm buying in the, in Wales or in the North would be 30,000 pounds. Like actually, I bought, you know, I bought a house for that much. Or it would be 40 or 50 or 60. Huge difference, right? Um, I suppose that leads me to my next point, which is interest costs, you know, 1% a month for a bridge or, you know, probably 0.7, 4.7 on 40 grand. It's a lot less than on 400 grand. If you're paying it monthly, does your portfolio cover this? Is the asset cash flow? Like, when I look at my <laughs> spreadsheet, right, and I look at some of the interest costs to investors or to bridges, they cost more than the refurb sometimes. And you know what? I look at it and think, you know what? There's going to be someone who has not got these investor costs because they have their own cash. They're going to offer 30, 40 grand more than me. And that's it. Bottom of the barrel again. And so, you know, coming to the South, hey, great. You've got investors to fund it. Wicked. But you're paying. And yeah, it's a percentage. It's proportionate, right? If whatever. There's still a fat profit. But you gotta think if it's a monthly thing, like what some bridges do, how are you gonna afford that? Who paying for that? So you gotta think that the costs are more. Uh, life of a property developer. What is the best city in the north? Um, I thought Liverpool was, but I've heard it's very hot. A lot of investors are going to it. Obviously, lots of new builds, lots of economy. You know, the the hipsters and vegans are going there. And where they go? Shoreditch, Hackney. These places were shitholes back in the day. Stanky. And some of them still are Bethnal Green. Now, people want to live there. They're all cool and shit with their bloody cheese plants and, you know, whatever. Fire and ball on the walls. I do love fire and ball, though. But, that's happening to Liverpool. Now, of course, the prices aren't going to be like bloody East London. But, I don't know. But Liverpool, on a kind of economical, fundamental sense, is a great, great place. I think Manchester's maybe happened. Uh, Warrington's supposed to be pretty good, that kind of triangle, um, um, the Whittle, I think, which is part of Liverpool, I don't know, I don't want to offend anyone in the north, but the Whittle, um, Yorkshire, obviously it's huge, there's tens of cities, towns, places in Yorkshire that would work incredibly well, whatever's above Yorkshire, other side Cumbria, those kind of places, I wouldn't say the best kind of towns, but at least the best kind of areas uh, amg smokes says liverpool is crazy hot yeah that's what i've been hearing uh i hope that answers the questions uh so 
if we go back to the kind of north versus south kind of thing here, you know, if you live in the south, well, the north is far. It's called the north. It's a different place, you know. Uh, people are actually friendly up there if you've, if you've never been. Uh, you need to travel two, three, four, five, six, however many hours to make it work. And I just thought, actually, the other day, instead of investing in the north, why don't people invest in Scotland? Is it like, what, hour and a half from Heathrow? And you sit on a plane, that's so much easier than six, seven hours to bloody Durham or whatever. Just a thought, people. I know it's weird. Like, oh, we get, like, it's unusual, obviously. But just think about it, right? Think about it. Uh, you know, but when you're looking at these areas, you need accommodation costs, fuel costs, wear and tear of your car, which also you can claim from your company. But still, you need to look at, like, the discomfort of doing it. Now, of course, we're all entrepreneurs. Discomfort is our middle name, right? Ted Discomfort talks. But you need to think about this. You also need to think about your mental health. Is this something you want to be doing? But I've done it and I get a little bit anxious thinking just about waking up in this random essay, 20 quid a night, someone's house, putting on my Nivea face cream, obviously you've got a good few viewings. And just, oh, you know, 15 viewings in a day, not eating, not pissing for the whole day. That's the truth, people. Bladder was killing. You know? Imagine doing it with bloody corona where you, like, you can't use toilet. Oh, God. You know? It's a lot. It is a lot for your mental health. So people, please think about that element. Because at the start, you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to travel. Oh, I'm on, you know, I can do all this stuff. It's part of the hustle, man. Turn next, baby. And then you're like, shit. Why? Why am I doing this? And, you know, I got bored of it pretty quickly. Not bored of viewings, but I just got bored of the whole thing. Driving up the M4, 7 a.m., like, oh, listen to some audiobook. Like, you know what I mean? So just please think about that element, because at the start, it's great. And I started to outsource it. And you can, by the way, if you put in six months of hustle doing this, after that, trust me, you can outsource it. I'm buying 12 buy-to-lets this year. I'm not going to view any of them. I'll tell you right now. I'm not. I am not. I work with sources, of which there's a couple decent ones, actually, kind of in my area. If you want an introduction, let me know. I'm going to work with my builder to do viewings. I'm going to work with a man like Mario, big up yourself, who helps me out in Wales, to look at viewings. I'm going to work with my agent quite closely to find these properties and auctioneers who I have a great relationship with. I'm not going to view these 12 properties. I'm telling you now. Yeah. Where, and to, you know what? To be completely honest with you, depending on schedules, I may never view them. They may be tenanted and that's it. Right. Because I'll have people I trust, third parties, fourth parties above the builder, above everyone in the process who are going to report on things. If I have a project manager you best believe I'm going to have a project manager project managing his ass. And then I'm going to be project managing the project manager who's project managing the project manager's ass. Because I don't give a shit. I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone. So, you know, if I don't view any of them, if I don't even see any of them, fine. But because I've learned how to do this for hustling for nine months or whatever, and getting 15 of them, and burning out multiple times, I now know how to invest far by being totally outsourced and sitting my ass right here in the countryside, looking at birds out the window. It's never as easy as that, but I do do that. So 
I've learned to do that. So, but at the start, it is very difficult. There's no two ways around it. So if you're in London, you're thinking, do I want to go to the north? I've got a job. If you've got a job, if you've got dependents, if you've got like stuff you have to dedicate time to, I hate to say this because most are shit, but you need to de- you need to think about using a saucer seriously or some sort of viewing service or P- PM or something. Because yes, BRRs work up there, but you ain't going to work up there if you have other things you need to be doing and should be doing and commitments and things like that. So you really have to look at your situation. And look, I've got a whole module on this on that you're learning. You start at the end with your sexy goals, as I call them, and you work all the way back to what you need to be doing weekly. Then you know, okay, well, do I need to go there? Do I need to go here? An interesting strategy, which I I spoke to someone today, actually, on my 15-minute calls. People book into them if you... Um, if you can send me a DM or check my stories where I said, look, maybe with this cash, because you had enough, you do some flips around London. You then take that 200K, make it into 350, 400. And then now plonk it in BRRs or maybe not. Maybe just plonk it in Vitalettes, right? You created that money. You didn't like, like you created it. So it ain't, well, it is yours, but you haven't really received it right you've kind of created it so take that and put it into buy to let there's your portfolio quit your job by doing flips first and you learn the top level first which is the flip which is how to make a property super desirable and then you tone it down slightly for rentals but it's good to start with that high standard so potentially depending on your income levels you know blah 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 maybe you start flipping down here and then you move up north then you move somewhere else and that's you know people have done that right do a couple of flips or even developments. Half a mil. Cool. I need a portfolio, please. Why not? You know, maybe look at doing title split projects, right? If, you, if you're in the south and you want to go north, maybe look at title split blocks of flats. You know, buy to lets on steroids. Instead of one buy to let, ten buy to let, three buy to let, this buy to let went to the market. Just get ten at once. And if it's in the north, it's going to be cheap compared to the south. Anyway. Uh, one thing you really find with investing far from home is control the lack of control is painful um, now i've learned how to deal with it now i know have processes and people <sighs> but it's painful it, like it really is painful and i hope my tips on instagram and podcasts help you maintain it but you're x many miles away you're not in control you can't just walk on like if i want to get a lockbox installed i could if i wanted to go and drill it in the water but i can't if I want to turn the heating on because it's empty and cold, oh, can you go turn the... Now I have people do it, but before... Oh, can you turn... Oh, can you... Pain in the arse. The lack of control is super, super painful. Um, as I've said, you know, bigger profits down south, uh, more bang for your buck. You know, north you might spend £1 and get £1.50 or £2 back for it. South you might spend a pound get 3 get 4 So... I mean, ask yourself this, right? Doing a flip in the south or doing a flip in the north, what's the difference? Let's say you lived local to each, yeah? What is the difference? The cost, yeah, but what's different in how you do it um, or the order in which you do it? Uh, what's different? Nothing. Like, nothing. It, it's the same. Rewire, new boiler, new radiator, new paint, decorate, carpet, floor. It's the same thing. But in the south, you're getting a fat profit for it, but in the north, you're not. So just think about that when you're thinking, at, right, pound for pound, literally, 
what is going to generate the most for me? And it might be staying in the South. But it all starts with your end goals. Uh, so another thing I've noticed, actually, in the South, there is a definitely a lack of like shithole stock. So it's much harder to find really, really run down uh, properties in the South compared to, say, the North or Wales, where there's just an absolute abundance of them. Whether that's economical factors, historical, I don't know. But I've noticed this big time switching areas. I'm like, okay, you know, online, it's, yeah, there's stuff, but it's scarce. And that leads me to my next point, which is I think you have a bit more competition in the South because there's a lot of people, maybe maybe kind of people who've worked for a while, got pensions, you know, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And they have a bunch of cash. And they're thinking, well, I could do a little buy to that, maybe a little flip near to home. They're not interested in the North. They don't care about BRR. They just want to do property. They are going to pay more than you. They have no finance costs. It's local to them. They don't give a shit. They ain't got spreadsheets. They're just like, I reckon house is here about 400 grand. I can get it for 380. Yeah, go on then. Of course there are people like this. Are you telling me if you had 100 million pounds in a bank, you're going to do BRR? No, you bloody ain't. Sit down. You're going to just buy, buy to ledge. You're going to do that. You're not. Yeah, BRR exists. Yeah. For us. We don't have chunks of money at the start. And we want to recycle our cash and work with investors. If you got 100 mil, well, first DM me if you got 100 mil. You know what I'm saying? Slide in. But, uh, yeah, you're not doing BRR. You just, I don't, I don't think. You, you might go for it. As, hey, that's great. Get your money back out. But you got 100 mil to play with. Like, what? Lamborghini doesn't cost that much when you got 100 mil. So just think about that, uh, the lack of stock, and then the competition can be greater in the South. But the main thing is it depends on how much money you have, how much you want to travel, how much time you have, your current situation, and what your end goals are. You know, uh, of course, in the South, there's bigger risks. You know, you've got all of that money in one deal. If things go wrong, you're in for one deal. And I would say potentially in the south there's more dodgy deals you know more lying auction houses more agents misrepresenting i mean i'm offering on something and frankly the agent is misrepresenting it you know and there's every chance in the world that if someone buys this they could potentially sue the agent and their license would maybe be in jeopardy because you know as far as I know, they are misrepresenting in some shape or form. The vendor might be, and therefore they're to blame. So it's a bit of a murky waters. But I'm seeing this a bit, and I'm seeing auctions where just stuff is just like, oh, why are you lot so dodgy, man? Just stop here. Oh, I'm not kind of this shit. Whereas maybe in other places, I found it less. I don't know. I mean, I'm open to your thoughts on this. I'm still discovering the South as such, and a, a small part of it. But yeah, I've kind of noticed that. Maybe just everyone's so friendly in the North. I don't know. Uh, so for me, that covers the main differences between the North and the South. Like I said, you know, listen back to what I said a few minutes ago. There's those sort of five or six key points that you need to consider before deciding where to invest. That is that is something that is key here. You have to go through those things before you decide. 
Now, look, in the south, you might do things like lease options, developments, planning uplift, um, uh, just straight flips, trading. Whereas in the north, you might just be doing buy to lets, BRRs, flip, you know, like simple stuff. But down here, short leases, things like that. So just remember that. And also, just on a maybe unrelated note, every strategy in property is incredible. Every strategy in property is shit. That's the truth. Depending on your situation, depending on what you want and your experience levels and where you live and where you want to go, every strategy is amazing. But it's also shit. It doesn't work for you. Oh, commercial conversions. Oh my God, they're making so much money. Flips. Oh my God, they're making so much money. Land. Oh my God, they're making so much money. Listen. Everything works, yeah? And everything fails. It's so dependent on you. And you need to have the knowledge and the knowledge of yourself and self-understanding to then say, okay, I'm going to do this. Do I want to do commercial conversions? Mm, I'll do one, but mm, do I want to build on land? And it's changed, by the way, in the past few months. I absolutely do. Do I want to do bungalows and flips? Oh, yes, absolutely. Do I want to do planning uplift and sell it without building it? No. But they're all wicked strategies, are they not? They are. Short leases? I'm down. I love legal problems. Doesn't mean you can't do them. So, yeah, people, look. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this podcast. And thank you so much to the person who sent me a DM. I'm so sorry. I can't remember who it was. I should have prepared better. Um, but this has been... This has been the North versus the South. Choose your winner. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.